Kenny from Pantomorph. Well. <laughs> Kenny from Slightmotive like and Black and Irish. From former Pantomorph. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, that. go off, go you off. Said that. No, I can't because we Kenny just. Kenny from Briggs. From, you're not in Briggs anymore. Oh, look, yeah, still, yeah. still ends though. Still ends. Still Kenny, still. if there's any. Engine six. <laughs> I never understood that, right? Until we used to start saying Engine six, and I was like, what is it on the M? And then it's like on, on the M1, it's exit six. But William, I'm like, you dickheads. No, funny See, enough, my William's exit five and six. So That's I don't great. know why they still stuck to six. But maybe six is the main one. Yeah. But this is why you're not. You can't say still <laughs> ends because you're not somebody that is allowed to use the word ends. I'm not allowed to use the word ends. Why? Like, <laughs> why is it because we're old or something? No, Kenny, do you look like you're somebody that comes with the ends? No, I'm not. Exactly. So, that's, that's a fair point. Exactly. <laughs> so, if both of us are rude, realistically. Have you ever done that when you uh, you say something and you're just like, that's not me? Kenny, that's my whole life. I shouldn't say that. That's literally my whole life. Like, Why am I listening to drill? It just doesn't sound right. Why am I listening to drill? Like, I, there's yeah. no, at no point in this day, two years ago, we are heading one. Was it? Yeah. That was the first, wait, no, that wasn't the first time we met, though. Because we met at Chaparis. We did, but that was a, I didn't know you at Jafaris. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, but that you was, were just a, you were just on a buzz. <laughs> like, Literally, I was explaining this to everybody the other day. Wait, like, what? Oh, because do you know what? I would love to hear everybody's how do you know Nessa story. That literally how I know her is that I was at Jafaris gig and this girl just came up and started chatting and then she was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm just walked back from America. <laughs> I, I love Jafaris." Did I just all this energy, no, I'm like, what's going on? And then, yeah, that's that's no. literally how you infiltrated. No, that day. That <laughs> I think day. it was you got drunk as well that day. Yeah, you know, like, don't be telling my life story on this song, please. It's not, this show is not about me, it's about everybody else, yeah? Wow. <laughs> it was a fun. It was funny, man. I, I, to be honest, it was actually a breath of fresh air because usually you don't usually get that from people. Nah, that Especially, day was like, that day was wild. Like, they don't no, that day was wild. Just going up randomly saying, "Oh, I love you, blah, blah, blah. No, that day was actually wild. <laughs> no, Kenny, I have notes and I have a way that I wanted to do stuff, and you actually just throw me out <laughs> because so I completely sorry. forgot about that. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know why I was talking to you? Yeah. It's because I ran away from my friends. <laughs> <laughs> because they were late and I didn't get to see Timmy so Ted were Ted yeah. opened I and I really wanted to see them and then I got there right on time when the virus was coming out so I was right in the front by myself mm. and then I was going to have doing fan girl and I just looked back and you were just there so I was like hey but realistically me and you would never have had a conversation again if it wasn't for points and walk. yeah that's true so like some of them I've had conversations with like here and there but it's like we don't do anything that our paths are yeah. across. Yeah, that's, like that. that's, I think that's, I, that's how I feel a lot of times with a lot of people in like, what, let's say the scene. Yeah. Like, I would know them, I would like interact with their things, I'd share it. Yeah. and all that, especially if it's good content. Yeah. But like, I'd never actually Never know them. But then football, I think football and Twitter just yeah. highlighted it. That was, yeah. Uh, when, yeah, when, like, especially with someone with your personality and like, you're the whole I just stuff like that. Then it's like, yeah, okay. 
Yeah. No, it's not. It's so not, they just kept coming and like a bee. It's not. It's actually. It's not actually my personality that did it. It's yeah. everybody's love to slander me because. No, this is the thing though. You keep you keep saying everybody love to slander you. Why would we slander you if there's nothing to slander? Like you could have, you could have, you could have come back Kenny, to America. Can you leave my house? Family, go to your concert. No, no, just enjoy. And music. all of your and lives. Go. Okay, but tell me how miserable your life would be <laughs> right now. Nah, to be honest, it's actually, it's actually. I would break the fresh air. You're very, you're very good energy. Oh, okay. It's a nice energy. Yeah, gassy, gassy, gassy. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, talking about. Oh, sorry, we didn't even do. That was the intro, but it's not the intro because we have something here at Hates Me Nice called the elevator speech. I see. That everybody hates, but you have to do it. The elevator speech is and one day I'm not gonna I'm not gonna explain this something because everybody's pissing me off. Okay? The elevator speech is essentially a concept where you walk to an elevator, you're going from it's like a business pitch speech thing. I see. You're going into one floor to the Top floor or whatever. Yeah. You have that many seconds to sell yourself, whatever, introduce yourself. In that moment in time, you have a chance for your life to be changed. Okay, I see. Obviously, like you said, I'm better fresh air. I've already changed your life, and I'm not gonna do it twice. Mm. But maybe I could. Do you know what I mean? Maybe I would be feeling. That good. was a great line. <laughs> I very little was blogging to it. Was a great line. Thank you, great thank line. Thank you. But yeah, so you have about, you know, 15, 30 seconds, whatever you want, don't watch it, take your time, introduce yourself to the people, what are the main aspects of you that people should know, like who is Kenny? Um, who is Kenny? That's a mad question, that's a very good question, interesting question. Um, Kenny is, yeah, my name's Kenny, mad, I don't know. What? Don't look at me, it's, still. it's not, okay. Do you actually, do you actually, do you actually, like, you put people on the spot like yeah. this? You're, you're. Everybody flops every time and I love it. Because like that. OJ goes, yeah, I just, you know, I don't really put myself out there, you know what I mean, just... I said, basically, you said DM for prices. You know those businesses that said DM for prices? Oh, That's what he did. Nah, you know... This is, this is your bio. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, my name is Kenny, Kenji16 on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you want to link up with me. Um, I am part of Black and Irish. I work part of Flat Motive that run an online platform. Used to be part of Pints and where we were and a part. Um, I've messed it on, but like, it's not yeah. anymore. And yeah, just living life and vibing, innit? And trying to, trying to make that move. You tried, you tried, you tried, you tried, you tried. You tried. That's, that's nerve working. Why is it nerve working? You don't know who you are. Yeah, no, see, this is the thing though. You think you know, no, like, you do know who you are, but like, when someone puts you on a spot like that, I say, but you know, you know what's funny is nobody's saying who they are, everybody's saying what they do. I know, but like, what would you say? Because, because, because our, our identity tends to be in things that we do. I suppose, yeah. Well, that's because, like, that's, yeah. <laughs> because Come I'll, to I'll, HB National where you get a licensement on your life. Because I'll be like, I, yeah, I'll... A lot of times you find out who you are through what you do, though. Yeah, no, for me, for me personally, yeah, that's been the... the since college mm-hmm. and like what I've been doing after after college and stuff like that that's who I found what I enjoy what I like what I like sort of my values mm-hmm. and where I see myself in yeah what did you do in college and um, law and business okay and yeah you're not using any of that I'm using well, that business well not so all the stuff that you said is to be fair it's your, it's your extracurricular yeah it's my extracurricular to be honest it's, it's, it's always been like my extracurriculars mm-hmm. that have been like sort of the big interest for me. Obviously, I have a day job, I work in a bank and mm-hmm. stuff like that. 
So you mentioned that you started in okay. First of all, what are you, what are your roles in all of, in all of these things? And then we'll we'll dive deeper into okay, it. So, so slight motif. What is your slight role? Slight motive. My role is I I suppose I would be mainly like operations mm-hmm. and kind of things instead of coordination and organizing. So the lads would do a lot of the production because mm-hmm. they have like the skills in like photography, like recording, like something um, when you. Editing and all that stuff like that. So they'd have the skills there. I'd be more of a man who sort of organizes things and tries to sort of like bring and ideas to life and yeah. stuff like that. And I suppose I would say I would I deal with like the finances, but mm-hmm. like yeah, that kind of thing. And like I suppose when the lads started, they I was in I was going into final year, mm-hmm. and they knew that like I competed here, so I really wanted to focus on final year. So they didn't want to bring me in. Mm-hmm. They started speaking about it in the summer, and they. So I didn't know about it until it was like September, October, and they sat me down and were like, okay, look, we weren't going to tell you about this because we wanted you to focus on something like that, but uh, yeah, we need, you, we need your help. Oh, that's some good friends. To like, because like, I would be the kind of person to be sort of organized things mm. and like put plans in place and stuff like it that. It would keep you busy, basically. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like, the guys are great. They have great ideas, great minds, but sometimes they're you know, scared. Everywhere. Trust me, so, I did, I've done something with like, oh, I know, I know. So they, so they, exactly, so they know, like, so I suppose that's where my skill set lies, and that's yeah. what I've always like, prided myself in. So that's why I, I, I went yeah. for it. And it's slight motive, not slight motif. Because I like it, saying slight motif. It, it, really, it really depends on it. Because it's a little je ne sais quoi. Exactly. You know what it, I mean? Like, one thing, we, I remember we, we spent loads of time, I think the lads already, like, come up to the name of it, but we spent loads of time going to, okay, what does it actually call slight motive? Like, you know what you're referring to. So what what is like motivation? The way I the way we sort of the way I describe it to people is an online urban platform just promoting urban culture. And um, we started off as a magazine, mm-hmm. um, where we had we've had six or seven issues now. I think it's seven issues where we just focused on Irish content creators, whether they be musicians, poets. Um, Fashion, anything, a couple of dancers, yeah, dancers, anything that sort of is sort of some content and some talent. We're just mm-hmm. trying to focus and put it and put a spotlight on it. We've had podcasts on as well, and so we started off as a as a magazine mainly, mm-hmm. and then we moved into sort of YouTubing and like putting videos up, mm-hmm. um, and then obviously we do photo shoots like with the magazine comes like photo shoots and like video and bigger brand of video concepts. Mm-hmm. Um, that we've put together for like the last of A92, like not A92, 
But everyone basically has the same story at the end of the day. Exactly. Everybody's like, like inspiration. Ninety percent of people came from church, and then all of that kind of exactly that whole jazz. Like, there's only so many artists that you can be inspired by in the world. You know, especially in the same genre. Like, you're gonna be inspired by the best songs. Exactly. So that's why we try and come up with these like unique. Like the lads have some mad ideas sometimes that I have to always like. Don't have the budget or the capacity yeah. for that, but like it's, I suppose it's good in that way because we try and like push the boundaries. Yeah. Like, no cap was a thing that we set up, I think, a year or two ago, where we were trying to see okay, how what can we what kind of video content can we put up that's going to be different, but it's still going to be engaging. And like, again, we had one of these sessions where we just sat like we were on a call or we just sat down and just like hashed down, like, oh, let's do this, yeah, and then it just. It just messed became you. A thing yeah, like, just became a thing like yeah. that. Yeah, my favorite one of those um, is Jay Ron Cancelo. I was there for the Cello one. He's a hilarious. They're both crackheads. I absolutely love Cello. For me, Cello is the star boy of this of this year. Literally. He is the hopes of and dreams of this whole, that whole, like, new generation he's coming just, up. He's just, Literally, he's, the he's done the, the Irish thing. He's done the Irish thing perfectly. So well. Every, you can make it's music so in that, like, do you know what I mean? And it's so, I mean, that's what I was talking to um, George II about that, and I think that's the privilege that the younger generation have mm. over the older artists, mm. because they grow up in the society, like, they're exactly. intertwined with society, exactly. as opposed to coming, taking stuff from this society, taking stuff from that society, not really having, like, your identity is not having a real identity yeah. In, in that sense, but yeah, yeah. the the kids growing up now can boldly say that they are Irish as well. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not that we're not or whatever, but it's diff- we didn't grow up the it's same. Diff- it's different. So, I mean, it's different. Like it's the it's the thing of and like you touch on it when you're like you can touch on it when you're black and Irish and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's like growing up here and sort of even though we went through the education system here, we were, st- we're still a lot of us were still quite African mm-hmm. like, in our in certain aspects. But these guys are like. Orange, bread, like the music cello makes, and like even though a lot, a lot of people have done it before, and like there's a few artists that have done it with that, and so they have to do the same kind of thing, and it just doesn't sound as authentic. And it doesn't yeah. sound, and like it's not any slight on them, it's just it is what it is. It's not that for me, it's not even the music. Like, I feel like there's great music out there for me, it's his backing. And you can see the authenticity and you can see his heritage in that because you're seeing people from Clondalkin. Like, yeah. literally, I was on the bus to Lucan and Nangle Road or something. Like, he mentions it in, yeah. uh, in Dublin. <laughs> I don't know where that was. <laughs> it's almost like when I was in Toronto and I, and I seen Western Road and I was gassed. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's the same way. It's like you're mentioning things, and that's like, that's what I love about Pat Lagoon. That's what I love about Yoshi Kwai. That's what I love about like Operate T and all of these people because it's like, you're mentioning things in Ireland, so it's yeah. like when you're when you're living it, you can bring it back. Exactly, and, and like, you can you can relate to it. Exactly, like, and it's, I that's I think that's one thing that makes uh, artists very successful. Probably makes the best artists but really special is when you can relate to it, even if it's some a mad thing. Yeah, like, a mad concept. Exactly, right? but you can still relate to it. Like to so, like Reggie Officer Cello. Mm-hmm. Them for me, them two are like my one of my three my favourite And like every single when they really I'm listening to their bars and listen to and like picking up on different things, I'm like mm-hmm. Wow. wow. That, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. They, Reggie's talking about Dundalk and stuff like that. I'm like 
That's just a goal like, for me, for man. For me, I'm kind of sad that Reggie is not bigger right now. Like, Do you know something, right? I hear what you're saying, but I think it's more of a case. I think for me, and I think with a lot of artists, what happened is that COVID the year out, mm-hmm. I think messed up a lot of things. Yeah. Because for me, Reggie was the hardest pe- yeah. person to come going yeah. into um, lockdown. Yeah. When, and if he probably... He's still released a few stuff and things like that, but he's not been able to do any gigs mm-hmm. and stuff and things like that. So I think that sort of slowed the momentum. But now coming out of it, like he's just released, I think Dundalk Boss yeah. a few weeks, like ago. weeks ago. Yeah, and he's, he has some stuff for it. He, has, he definitely has some stuff coming up. So it's like mad. It's like, and that's that's another thing that I meant, I've mentioned recently. It's like it's not that it's hard to because it is hard to sometimes to keep up with these artists and follow them. Oh no, me. it's so, so hard. I mean, especially because like. Everything we see in mainstream media is not from here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's easier to feed on UK and US stuff. Yeah, do you know for what I mean? Sure. Like you actually have to put in effort to support people here. And like that's why it can seem like it's fake sometimes, but it's like, no, I actually have to go out of my way to do this because it's not what's in front of me yeah. all the time. And it's like and that's kind of the last couple of months, like even about a year I'd say at this stage, it's been hard for me as someone who actually enjoys their music and loves seeing like it's kind of deterred me from listening to it because it was just like the momentum like you said is gone and a lot of the times listening to music is not only the music in itself is what it simple uh, symbolizes mm. do you know what i mean yeah. like it's like you don't want to listen to something that is just there and there and so on you want to listen to something as part of a whole movement in itself and yeah. like that's what for me was missing from a lot of people in the irish scene but once again it's not their fault it's just that yeah exactly with doubt. and that, no that's exactly it and like I hope with everything opening up, there's been a few games I've had there's serious, been so many. serious FOMO because I've not been able to go. First of all, where's the promotion? Exactly, Cello, you gave you two days to drop Literally. Two, two, and you said just pull up. I hear you. Master, just pull, pull up. up. We have jobs. Pull up like that. <laughs> do it. Master, give me time. Also, like it's on Thursday. I have a job. Like it was. Like, I was. Do you know what I mean? Like I people, be, even the free gigs. I'm. It's classic, we give you so much. But man of the job, in it? There was one, those it. Trevor guys, Cello, there was one, was it last Wednesday or something? Yeah, I think Man- Manjola and Abby had part a few the other day as well. Like, there's yeah, loads. They had two. Too many things. And man. I was just like, where did and he... I think, think Cello has one tomorrow or something? He has, yeah, something uh, like that. Yeah, I know. He's, he's opening for, he's um he's a sport artist for Plantain Poppy. Yes. So I'm very excited oh, for that. I'm, I need to see, I need to get my Plantain. Yeah, I wasn't going to come, go because I couldn't make it work. Yeah, yeah, make it work. I'm going to try yeah, yeah, and yeah, make it work because I need to go, I need to see it. Like, I, I need to see Cello live. No. I need to hear Dublin. I need I'm actually, You know the way, remember how I was a heavy one? Yeah. I'm gonna be like oh, that. I, I'm going, I understand your hype now. And actually, I understand why you love Heady One now. Because Heady One's lit. That guy is unreal. Oh my god. When I was telling you. To be honest, you are always to day one. Because I, I remember I went to it. I didn't know. I think I just got, I got like, um, I got the ticket free or yeah. something like that. So, uh, but I wasn't really listening to Heady like yeah. that. I'll go anyway. And it was alright. I jumped was. into, that was even my second Heady One concert. Jumping into mosh pits and ha- nah, oh my I god, do you remember? You were on the bars and I was on the floor and then okay because sometimes I forget that I'm a girl, but I'm actually a fragile <laughs> human being, isn't it? Like, so I'm here in these bright orange Nikes. Like I jump in this mosh pit. This guy pushes me out of it. Like 
know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, oh, this is just small boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm like, fam, wrong, we tackle to be over with. And then I like, just, I'm grabbing yeah, onto the gym for ages. I was even watching the videos, man, and I'm actually sorry, look, like integration and all of that, but some of you people, if you don't understand, if you don't understand the the culture, don't come. <laughs> I'm so sorry because I'm listening. It always happens at festivals. I'm literally always I'm, at festivals. The beat has not dropped. Exactly. Just don't. No, and I know. Like, London Town, AJ Dino, Turner. I already. The mosh pits every two minutes. I'm like, guy, my guy. Just let me enjoy it. I couldn't even I couldn't even repost it. I was like, because I can't let people know that I was at events that did this. Oh uh, because what kind of like those were good times. That I'm was like, amazing times because like that, that was, was a good time. We had Burner Boy, we had Heady One, yeah. we had um there was an Irish artist around that time that 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 had a show as well, I can't remember it. But it was like October. It was like yeah, October 2019. to 2019, because that's even when I started the Black and Irish. So yeah, that's when I hit my new thing, and it was it was almost like there was so there was something consecutive. That like I remember that was yeah that that was when I graduated in I finished college yeah. that year, so I was start just starting working. So that period from like six month period from like August to March was probably my favorite period. Because I was just active. It was active. And then it ended with your life show. And yes. then COVID. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then I think it was like two weeks later, lockdown. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Good times, man. Oh. Yeah, those were great times. I, that was, I, you sometimes, cry? yeah, sometimes <laughs> when I think about it, because I'm like, I was like, because Slime Motive was doing, we were trying to do a lot of stuff at, the, mm-hmm. at that time, and then Pines Mo was really sort of, really starting mm-hmm. to peak we're like getting recognition from a lot of different like um different platforms mm-hmm. saying and we, we i think we we weren't we hadn't reached like any charts or anything like that but we were really starting to peak in ireland you were big exactly because i don't think you thought that so that many people would be there no, no not at all like, like i remember when i came charlie was just like nessa what are you doing at this time fully fully sold it out and and there were some people that we didn't realize even listened yeah. to that part and we were like what you listen? Yeah, what? I listen. I mean, for me, it was like I'm like speaking about the podcast. That was probably my favorite, favorite yeah. thing. Yeah, that was see. that was definitely um, the peak. It had definitely the highlight, yeah. and like I wouldn't say that was the beginning of the end, but it was like when sort of like I think we needed to build on that. Moment. I think I think things changed. I think the. We're gonna segue to your word segue. <laughs> That's a good segue. See? Nice and nice and candid. Look Let's that. segue into this. <laughs> but um yeah, like I think I know you're saying you needed to build on that momentum, but mm. I think what points of mold symbolized changed after that, especially because of COVID and the things that happened during COVID. Mm. But I don't wanna fast forward too much. Mm. Um but we're gonna stay on the topic of of points of mold. What was Pints and Malt and how did it begin? Um, Pints and Malt, so basically it began because, like like a lot of things that we've done in college, um, we were just, we always used to just spend a lot of time just sitting around in the college buildings just chatting, mm. just chatting bare shit about everything and anything, especially growing up. And I remember one time we were chatting, I think we had a conversation for like four or five hours and we were like, Imagine we recorded that. That would have been like that was a great conversation. Like when you look back, like, it was actually really good, you know. And then, so we, I think we started to just. I think that was when it was first mentioned, and um, I know 
at the time Raphael and uh, Mazije mm-hmm. had a podcast well they had one and then they stopped it I'm so mad so, that uh, I never got that because yeah I, that was a great podcast I like, was like I, they actually did some really good content they're very both again both very talented people yeah. they're just, just stupid <laughs> and, like can't don't have sense keep stuff up anyways so that was the first time it was mentioned and then I think Ch- Femi and said it to me, and I was like, oh, like well, would, you, would you want to like, do a podcast mm-hmm. and stuff like that? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I love to chat. I love to, I love any type of, type of thing to try and create content. So I was like, yeah, that'd be dope. And then yeah. Charlie, then he said it to Charlie, and like, Charlie, yeah, Charlie was on board. So we're like, and three of us weren't trendy at the time, so we're like, all right, cool. Works. And we're like, who are we, like, should we get a fourth person that think it'll be good with four people? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And then who are we thinking? And then we're like, Jibs. Yep. Funny, funny person. Jibs, yeah. <laughs> there was actually a probably maybe a six week period where Jibs carried your show. <laughs> wow. I'm not, not, I'm, I'm not gonna I, I, not, I understand like, that. I, I, I don't know what was going on in his, his life, but that guy was funny. He is one Every week funniest, he had something to say. Funniest guys I know. Every, till now I cannot see a parrot <laughs> and not think about that whole conversation. <laughs> He's just so random, just and like random. he just comes up with that, like, and he's and you're, you're like, wait, where did that come from? Why are you? This doesn't sit in with the conversation. All of your, all of your personalities were so perfect. Like for me, like not knowing you, mm. like when I first listened, when I started listening, um, it was like Jibs was like the like his funny is like obvious. Yeah. if that makes sense. He's like you don't have to take just your jaws are gone. Yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah. Charlie's funny was he's he's similar to Jibs, yeah. but he can be subtle about it. Yeah. Get me? Yeah. But in the presence of Jibs, they complement each other. That is literally down to a T. Literally. Down to Like in their it was like Jibs say something dumb, Charlie say something dumber. And it's like who's gonna outdo the other person? Yeah, you know what I mean? That was them. And then the times when the times when Jibs wasn't there, like they were like just naturally funny people in it. Yeah. Femi is the head. <laughs> <laughs> Femi is the straight up dickhead. He's, Femi, he's, he's always been, that's always been his character since I've known But it's amazing. And, it, it's, it, and it's so, in, uh, for me it's, it's so endearing because it's just like, he's the nicest guy, but he's just an absolute dick. And he has, the thing and is, if, come he, out with if he wasn't well. a nice guy, like, yeah. he'd actually be a demon. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's the kind of person to like take over the world. Literally, it, it's almost there were so many, there were so many like times when his just his contribution was just world domination, like <laughs> would, would fall under just exploitation, like was just f everybody, like do you know what I mean? My favorite bit was, do you remember the synchronized swimming? Oh my god! He did one He was like, oh. And it was just like, Y'all need to go listen to Bob, man. I'm always lying. It was no, genuinely, like, starting from the start, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reload that because oh. there was genuinely times when I was key, key, keying. Like, before COVID, I had my setup Monday 90s baby show. Do you know what I mean? Like, Tuesday to whatever, music, whatever. Friday, either I listen to Pines of first and then listen to my release radar. Or do, like depending on how the Friday was going in it, yeah. or I'm, I'm taking her on a really long walk, like, and it was nah, you you were you were on top of the world at the time, man, and then you win it, like you were the level-headed person that I'm not gonna lie, you took some slack, or not, um, like you you caught some strays in it. This is the thing, right? And then and it goes back to House Prince of Monk. So this like 
the way you describe it and how like you describe personalities is exactly how we were. Yeah. And I think that's what really made me enjoy it so much yeah. and made our like listeners enjoy it so much. Now because sometimes I'll be like, ah leave Kenny alone, man. That's how it is. Like, like there's there's a couple episodes, yeah, where it would just open, you would try to do the intro and it was slandered for about ten every, minutes. Every, every single It was like sl- even single. even the last episode there and <laughs> I couldn't do intro I, I, outro. <laughs> I'm giving you one last time. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Like, oh, no. Nah. nah, it was it was actually good to see. And you know what? It was like, podcast just started, in it? 90s mm-hmm. babies were getting bigger for the UK. Mm-hmm. And it was like, that's what he symbolized for, for Ireland. And it was a place to go and hear about Black Irish culture. Mm-hmm. And just, not even, I don't want to say that just yet, but it was just a typical day in the life of Black Irish people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was just like, all of us have gone through this shit. When you guys are talking about um, um, churches and you're talking about all of your experiences and stuff like that, it was just so authentic and I loved it. And he like he's always had something to bring, yeah. and it was it was it was amazing. Like, yeah. and I'm personally like I'm sad to see it go out the way it did. So, um, yeah. But I think it definitely used used where. A stepping stone for a lot of people yeah, to, no, to come through. No, I like I, I appreciate that, and like I, for me, I I hope that's the case, and like that's all I enjoyed about it. Even just as a, when I I listened back, I was just like, it was good to hear mm-hmm. like the lads' stories and just like see that it was very similar to mine. Obviously, yeah. we all grew up together and stuff like that. But like I think because we were all friends in a roundabout way, whether it be through college in school growing up, all that kind of thing, it just made it a lot easier to relate to. Yeah. And that's why we, that's where we started to, that's why we started it, because we thought everybody could relate to it. These kind of things we were saying, you know? So, like, I'm, me, I'm, I'm so, so grateful for the time we had. I'm, I, I would have loved to continue it on. Um, obviously, life happens. Can I, can I say something I didn't like about what, Mental Health? What did you like? Because then. And this is why I said I changed it from you became a symbol for Black Irish culture. Initially, it was just your experiences in your everyday life. Mm. And then it became a symbol of Black Irish culture. And I think that was forced upon me mm. through COVID. Like, yeah. I think it went from this is how our everyday life is to we're speaking up for Black people and trying to help Black people. And it was there's nothing bad about that. But I think that pressure that came on you because you were the biggest in that in that sense or the only one in that sense and it was almost like when everybody was doing their BLM blah 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 it was almost like everybody was going here for you to inform them about everything that was going on yeah I know I I completely get and I suppose that was there there was a lot of pressure at that time Mm -hmm. where it was like I suppose for me aside from the podcasting Mm -hmm. there was just a lot going on yeah and we were really drained Mm -hmm. like literally last year was my COVID Mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter thing, and then obviously being Nigerian as well, yeah. all oh, the yeah. whole entire movement, all that yeah. happened within the space of six months. Yeah. So I think that, and we spoke about all of that. All of that, and, and it was almost like day every, in, day out. Exactly. Every week we had to, like, every week there was something else, so we had to speak on, Talk, it. Touch on and it. like, and I think I, so I do want, so I think a common that was where it was being came like okay it was a bit draining and like we we discovered we figured out ourselves where it became like okay what are we going to talk about this week or what yeah. and i i, I always try to say lads can we like 
switch it off, so, try not to but say talk about it. We're stuck in our houses, there's literally exactly. nothing there else. There's nothing going else. On. And like we it's not that we ran out of all the content from my childhood and stuff like that, but like there's only so much you can say oh, yeah. until you're repeating yourself, exactly. you get me? But like I don't I don't blame you. Like it was it was just a crazy time. Mm. It was so, so it was, and I think then when we sort of like this year when we started like we started recording we, we continued recording and I think it just this year it just got a bit like okay it's getting a bit stale mm-hmm. we're not sort of um we're not our conversations aren't flowing as well because we're just I think part of the reason the big reason was because we're not in person like mm-hmm. we bounce off each other when we're in person yeah. the same way all the lads bounce off each other when yeah. we're in person. And like I said earlier, like all the group chats have sort of just died down. Yeah. Nobody's well, saying anything. Like. Exactly. Nobody's saying anything. So I think we felt the same when we were on the pod. Mm-hmm. And like it just, and then everybody, obviously life happens. Yeah. Uh, ben moved away. I moved away. Jim moved, moved away. away. The only person still in Dublin is Charlie. Do you know what? Let me, let me <laughs> not even talk on Charlie's name in this, in this something. <laughs> let me not, let me not mention that Charlie guy in this, in this something. Because... Uh, let me not talk about Charlie. I'll talk. To, I'll talk about Charlie on camera because if, if I swear, I'm Look, I no, I'm joking. I'm joking. But, no, I think and so I suppose the combination of all those were just like yeah, I think and then a lot of us are just doing other things. Yeah, it's, it's Charlie right. obviously has music and he's we're focusing on slap motive. I like magic and that. I, yeah, magic. Oh, I'm so <laughs> like, happy he's back on music. Yeah, because I remember the Days Boys days. <laughs> oh, biggest no, cowboy of no, the On my YouTube, because you posted um, a performance of um, theirs. <laughs> on, my YouTube, on my YouTube, it came up the other day. I said, What is this? I love it. I said, What is this? It and was the craziest thing ever, man. In, and their chinos and their haircuts <laughs> oh, slid yes, on man. Jim's eyes. Like, oh, no. nah, I, remember, I, I remember that day in school because really? they were they came in and they were, um, I think at lunchtime, they. Got the went home and they yeah. got dressed and all the time and they were and they were all every all the lads were sending them off and they were all wearing these nice nice yeah. clothes and we're like oh yeah going RT you know and they was like oh look at the boys <laughs> yeah this kind of stuff oh, was, that's amazing that's amazing but yeah like it was really nice there was a time when you were charting you were getting recognition exactly that, like, like that, for me that was, was, it, was mind, it was mind blowing I yeah. I do think like. Like being honest, a lot of it, especially a lot of it, was around um, around the George Floyd incident and stuff like that. People trying to showcase um, black eyed black voices, and stuff, yeah. voices and stuff like that, which is amazing. Is amazing. It's probably not the way we would have liked to yeah, see yeah, yeah. sort of um, blow up, I suppose. Yeah. But it was still good to yeah, have that. Yeah. It was still good to see that people are engaging with our content, mm-hmm. and a lot of people. And then, but we still we still had our core sort of listeners, yeah. small people in Dublin that way. We'd see at events and stuff like that. Oh, quite small. Yeah. And that for me, that was, the, that was the best thing. Yeah. I, I as much as I enjoyed doing it with the with the guys, like people engaging and mm-hmm. people really enjoying it. That's what you do for at the end of the day. Like, yeah. like you like you do because you like it. But at the end of the day, there's no return on investment is seen in different ways. And exactly. It's not always it's not always monetary, especially when it comes to this yeah, for yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, like I we we started it literally just. We just wanted to chat. Exactly. They, we, we called it the air airport first. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. The, 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 the oh. episode when you went through all the names <laughs> and stuff like that. I came up with 
spinning. <laughs> oh, what's it? Don't, an, an Irish, a scale, all this kind relax, of stuff. Relax, relax, relax. Then relax. eventually you'll find some more. Dead thing. Who's idea was Find some more was, it was a combination because we were in a pub um, on Pear Street um, with our with the producer, yeah. with um, Paddy, who had Headstuff. Wait, Headstuff, yeah, I really oh, like this. Shout out Headstuff. Yeah. Head, honestly, he, that, yeah. that guy, Paddy, he just, he literally took a chance on us because he was he, he listened to the first time we recorded. We were just laughing. He was like, I listened to these guys and he just loved them. Yeah, took that's a chance lovely. Love to see it. And yeah, then we were in a pub, we a pub chatting and then we were, obviously people were pulling pints and stuff like that. I was in some pints. And then it was going to, then someone said something about Jalop. You said like, black pudding or something? Yeah, <laughs> black pudding, all this kind of stuff. And then it was like pints of Jalop or what, all this, mm-hmm. what was there? And then we were like pints of malt. And it was like, yeah, malt, pints, pints, yeah, And then we just added up. Nah, like, yeah, everything, everything about it was perfect. Exactly. I was very proud of that because yeah. it was like, it's like the combination of black. Nigerian Irish, Irish, Irish culture, Irish, Irish. which I was amazing. But yeah, look, rest in peace, points of malt, and that you get me onto bigger things. But now you are currently, you have a role with Black and Irish. Yes. What is your role with Black and Irish? Talk so um, I'm the entertainment coordinator for Black and Irish. Lovely. What does that mean? Um, basically, I'm back in, so I think it was February. So Black and Irish, Black and Irish set up back in um, 2020. After the George Floyd incident, to try and sort of amplify the voices and the stories of Black Irish people in Ireland, um, the page got a really big, good, good traction. We're on the, on the news, all this kind of stuff. A lot of a lot of publicity towards. It. I actually did a video for the page, and so they got a lot of um, a lot of viewership and stuff like that, which was great. And it was only just about like sort of just showcasing Black Irish mm-hmm. voices and like um, talent and talent, I suppose. Black Irish and mixed race, I always forget Black Irish mixed race. But then, so that they wanted to sort of do more and become like a big organization where they do a lot of stuff in different areas. So they sort of um, put a role, um, a call out for different coordinators in different areas, whether it be business, education, politics, entertainment, media, um, all these kind of things. Mm-hmm. So I initially, I went for, it was the events com- coordinator, events sort of, um, the event manager basically well uh, I didn't get that but they really liked me so they wanted to keep me around to do something else so uh, they sort of created that and coordinated role for me Man. where it's just more it's trying to sort of do a lot of projects with between Black and Irish and the entertainment co- mm-hmm. um, scene and like the and trying to bridge that gap and do a lot and sort of showcase the talents that we have in the entertainment scene yeah. Um. So yeah, that's what we that's what we try to do. Like it's still, like obviously back in Irish is still like I've done a lot in a year. Like, do, we've done a lot in like politics and education, like the lobbying and the government lobbying police. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of there's been I think the education coordinator does she's done a lot of the work in like anti racism um workshops and stuff like that mm-hmm. for teachers and things. And like um, our politics coordinator has done a lot of lobbying with like the government and like with different um, sort of key figures in the government to try and sort of see what can what can we do for the black community. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done a lot with businesses. We've gone out to business to give talks, all this kind of stuff. So and then in entertainment, we sort of try to link up with different platforms, mm-hmm. try and sort of just build that connection. Um, 
the I suppose the festival which I was gonna say yeah, that's, that's yeah. the big marquee thing that we're trying to do now and trying to put on and um, but that involves obviously linking in with everybody yeah. in the scene so for the culture festival for um, the culture talk yeah. to us about that and um, so yeah that started again around literally about around the same time I started I began with Black and Irish um, Leon sort of the so like there's the co-founders who sort of bring up the idea brought up the idea mm-hmm. that they wanted to run a festival and we're like yeah let's do it and we so we put we've been putting the team together to plan for the last like six seven months and we've planned and we have we're working with our partner who's a um, events company mm-hmm. who so they're like working with the logistics side of things mm-hmm. and like trying to all the things with like staging legalities all that kind of stuff and they were I, me personally and like the team are focusing on like um getting the acts yeah and um putting on a good show so nice. it's going to be on in fairy house grace course 28th of may 2022 it's, it's a saturday full outdoor festival and um, hopefully gonna be uh, literally it's all it's gonna be all black irish um black irish everything literally, <laughs> literally everything black black and irish in this place and we really want it to be something for the culture, mm. for the people, for the community. We want to bring in businesses as well to have like different stands at the event. There's going to be a cultural area where parts and platforms can sort of create their content. Yeah. We're going to have two or three stages for the different acts and DJs as well. They're all hope we're going to we're trying our best to make sure there's a gender balance as well. Um, and then we're going to bring in vendor like food vendors hopefully some African yeah. um, and Caribbean ones as well and yeah it's all literally just just really just doing something for the community because especially in like the like I suppose black music or black entertainment mm-hmm. it's really sort of urban yeah um, and they, but there wouldn't be much representation of that apart from maybe longitude yeah but even then most of their acts are like international mm-hmm. acts they wouldn't be they put on three or four yeah. or they put them like in really weird times and exactly. really small stages you know but we want to put the best of the best Everything. on on yeah. out there on, on on the big stage and yeah it's going to be hopefully yeah. five thousand capacity yeah it's been it's been a I'm lot of work for the past um month i've been talking to you i've had so many meetings every <laughs> week with different like whether it be um artists mm-hmm. or their management yeah yeah so what we and then like there's like the whole team I'm, I'm dealing with like artists but yes I'm at the moment there's mm-hmm. a whole team dealing with like um, creative director dealing with like um, the production mm-hmm. dealing with promotion or reaching out to sponsors yeah. as well We've, so it's a whole that's amazing there's a whole team so you just have made like an Instagram and Twitter page for that isn't yes. it and it's just called for the culture for the culture yeah so follow it on yeah. follow that and then the website as well up and, up and running now as well so for the culture dot ie Okay, and like when are tickets and stuff coming up for that? So, like, it's I was, it's TBC. <laughs> like, I hope I would hope in the next couple of weeks there'll be an announcement on that. And um, we like we had a meeting the other day, and we're really starting to push to. There's a few artists that we've confirmed and we have them set. Mm-hmm. Um, then there'll be the big names that like sort of like, you could sort of you, you know can, you sort of you, guess, you can yeah, guess yeah. but like we can't I can't yeah, say yeah, yeah, yeah. so we have a few of them that hopefully we're gonna announce and then we're gonna drop tickets as well and then um 
leaving in the next couple of months, then we'll announce them in the full lineup. Hopefully, we'll try and get like a really big name as well, but we'll see. TVC on a lap, yeah, Kenny. It's been amazing talking to you. I have a lot going on, and my favorite thing about you is that a lot of what you do is in the background, putting other people in front. If that makes sense, and I think that's amazing. Um, because a lot of what we see is people trying to rush to the front all the time. Um, and you're a lovely person, especially except for when you're joining in slander to slander me things and things. If anything, I'm always actually trying to defend you. I'm always there trying to back you. Like. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> remember that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that one. Um, but yeah, no, like you, there's a lot going on. And obviously, if you're listening, um, I'm going to put all those um, links and information to all of those things um, down there and stuff that already. I would say, yeah, literally, like, Pints Pont is something that's going to be like, come, you're going to, you're going to get like a big surge of people listening again at some point. I hope so. Like, I feel like something's going to happen. And everybody's gonna be like, do you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. things like that always like. Mm-hmm. Some... Really, and truly, up to me, I would, I would bring Slime so, Order back in, a, in an instant. Slime Order, Slime Order, man. Slime Order is still I would, there. I would bring Slime Order back in, in an instant. That's um, amazing. But yes, it's, it was a good ride. Um, I suppose, uh, like at the moment, if, if anything, right, like, it's good that I don't have it. Like my girlfriend, I. I'm always super busy with different things. Yeah, I was so say, the fact that like I don't have to do that and it's an extra hour yeah. that I don't have to deal with, she's like, all right, cool. probably helps. Probably helps. Yeah. Well, go. It's amazing. It's, yeah. We love it. We is love there it anything we missed? Is there anything you want to touch on? Um, nah, nah. I think just let you just follow all the pages that like slight motive, black and Irish for culture. Then have a look out for. There's a lot of hopefully a lot of really good content coming from slight motive. And um, for the culture in the next couple of months, that will maybe I would like to think will change the scene and will really put people on and really give people the um, the platform that they deserve. So yeah, just just keep following, keep subscribing, keep showing love to people, and like literally, I we so I also like what we've been saying it for years that we're there is something here. And yeah, it, it just needs to sort of blow up. But yeah, yeah. and also. All these people Let's that go. have money to give, Let's go. give money, bro. Because that's the only way give these things money. can. Re- that's the really, really the only way these things can go. Just give a, just me. be back. Like the likes of like someone like Cardzolo and Trust and Trust and like and you know and like the backing he has. That's what we need from like across the board mm-hmm. so people can really get the yeah. and like get the props then get the juice that yeah because at the end of the day like that's what that's what you need isn't it like exactly like all all like liking people's stuff sharing exactly all of that. it's, it's it, great but it's nice, we need but the backing like yeah. yo sponsor the message seven up sponsor please water or something do you know what I thank you so much for having me on. Oh, no problem. Thank you so much for coming. I, I basically just like, yeah, I basically just like, told, I was like, yeah, Kenny, pull up. <laughs> no. That's literally like, I'll, like, this, that's literally my thought process. I'm just like, I think it's something. And I was like, I want to talk to that person. And I'm just like, even the way I do touch people, I'm sorry, you guys are probably scared. So <laughs> I just say your name in it. I'm just like, <laughs> nah, as I said, look, it's a, I'm like, Yo. it's a breath of fresh air for me. And like, I, I the one thing I've always loved is the support you give to uh-huh. everything that you sort of believe in and everything that you like back. And like, it's so, it goes without saying. 
So like, I hope you appreciate that. Hopefully that support is best. If I was lighter, my cheeks would be very pink right now. <laughs> but yeah, it's been hey to be necessary once again with Kenny. I'm I'm gonna put all of his information and everything he's spoken about and everything else down there. Um, it's been Valor falling asleep on Cam once again. Um, but yeah, continue to follow hey to be necessary and necessary pod for all content related and personal. Stuff as well, and you know, a lot of the people we've talked about, I've actually already had interviews with them, so you can go back and catch up on those as well. So, yeah, thank you.